Self-Discovery Radio. The discovery of self is but a show away. With over 1,800 shows and growing, we bring you those liberating stories that help you on your own life's journey from every single topic you can think of. The only common denominator is authenticity and being in your meaningful purpose. Come and read our new e-book, plus see our discovery store and what wonderful tools we have for you. Do enjoy our shows and don't forget to share. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Barbara Chabois. She is a beautiful dancer, artist, um, a person that says about say yes and be and get into the flow of life, F-L-O-V-E, the flow of love, to set yourself free um, and just holistically embrace life for what it is and all its passion, its beauty uh, and its its wonderment. Uh, because when we focus on things like that, we actually create that beautiful wonderment into being. If we concentrate on all the pain and the suffering in the world, that's what we're feeding. So we need to be more mindful of what we're feeding. Uh, she finds the connection and life experiences between body and mind and uh, being and how being been in the present in the moment and how deeply we are listening and practicing how much critical self-reflection we engage in um, how much self-awareness do we possibly go into how much depth are we just being shallow are we really truly opening up and really looking deep inside uh, what's the complexity of the intimacy what's going on how deep and metaphorically and multi-dimensional um, can we speak to ourselves and others? How can we present, be present in the moment? And how can we get the most out of the moment? So we're going to be sharing this journey with her today on how she found this herself, uh, her creativity. When you watch her videos of her movement, it is a very different type of movement, but it is almost a little bit of kind of modern dance Tai Chi kind of mixed in there. Uh, <laughs> all about the wonderful flow of energy and setting yourself free. And uh, we've got to be prepared to get into that moment to set ourselves free and stop sweating the past or being frantic about the future because it is the moment where the answers are. So welcome to the show, Barbara. <laughs> welcome. Sarah, your thinking, your way of uh, Wording things is gorgeous. Thank you for homing me with your words, for welcoming with your words. The way how you understood me, I feel privileged. Thank you. Um, my pleasure, my pleasure. It's a delight to have you on here. And I have watched a few of your videos, and, and it is kind of a mixture. But it is about, as you know, your love, flow following the love, following the flow. But, you know, a lot of people think flow is just all about being smooth, but it isn't, isn't it? It is about kind of contortion and being able to kind of manipulate your body into different, not just your body, but your mind and your soul, um, <laughs> you know, to be flexible. Uh, and when we stop being so rigid and go with that flow and be flexible, we realize that we're in the groove of life and it's good. Indeed. Uh. <laughs> That's it. You've summed it up beautifully. Um, so how did this journey start for you? Ah, how did the journey start? Oh, I was brought up um, in a mountain village. Very, very, um, I would say rustic, primitive, simple life of a little girl living in a wooden hut, uh, having to pick up water from a well uh, in a bucket. 
so it's or make a fire mm. from scratch, you know, just chopping the woods, uh, making the fire, all those rituals that we take for granted. Yeah. Um, I had to um, cherish all the stages of it. I knew that in order to have a hot cup of tea, I need to go out, and sometimes it was a very, very cold Polish winter, minus 40. You have to go outside, dress yourself up, just to get the water um, come back, walk carefully because always around my house it's been very icy and snowy and oh I don't know <laughs> and it was treacherous cheating on having a bath it was a mm. big big event mm. I mean we mm. were we were cleaning a big big um, uh, what do you call it, like a brass basin yeah. and then we were boiling the water in a big pot and uh, yeah fantastic so I've learned how to appreciate stages of um, doing being belonging and becoming mm. I, I, I learn how to um, see uh, that life is made of small things done well. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. nice. That's a good statement. Small things done well. Yeah. Stuck on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, coming from your background, you know, uh, uh, the humble roots of life, you know, where, uh, you know, being grateful um, for every single thing you have and then coming into a world where everything is just at the push of a button or a click of a switch, or turning on of a tap, um, it's very easy for people to become complacent, isn't it? And kind of forget those humble roots, which for thousands of years, people have lived in like that. It's really only in the last 40, 50 years that you're looking at people that have now mm. more, you know, these accessories that are common, common uh, face. But it's, we, how do we kind of appreciate the advancement of life without forgetting, you know, our humble roots. <laughs> I I think, um, Sarah, I I will continue to live simply. Um, I my room is empty. It's nearly empty. I decided to move from the big house I was renting a big place to a to a tiny room. Just for the sake of decluttering, at, at present moment I was, de I am decluttering my life. I took all my books, um, in the allotment, uh, I put them in the allotment. I just want to be surrounded by the essence that I've become. And it's, it's, um, I haven't watched TV for over 10 years. Wow. Um, I have not been reading newspapers, um, I haven't been watching a news, um, just for the sake of um, reconnecting with myself mm -hmm. so that I can go back then into the world with a more integrated self, with more being my, my truest self, really, removing the noise, really, removing the noise, darling. So, um, and you ask the question, how do we appreciate in such advanced era uh, where we've got everything at the push of the button? The, the answer is, Sarah, we never, we never really stop feeling um, 
foreign in this world. There's always a feeling of not having enough. There's mm. always a sensation of I'm lacking something. I'm too much. I'm not good enough. So this is something, um, the, these psychodynamic politics are, are mainly of interest to me, not necessarily the, um, the, the the real polit- politics and and the world around me, but the intrapsychic world, the, all the little people inside us, claiming attention, all the you know the sovereign, the king, the lover, the clown, the exile, the manager that wants to organize everything, the the guy who is the the certainty guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've learned how to reach out to those little people inside me. And it, it came through, um, actually, I finished my master's in psychoanalytic thinking. Um, so that was, that was reaching out deep, deep, deep into my world and taking care of the homelessness, taking care of the underprivileged places inside me one of the underprivileged places inside me in my biopsychosocial being was i'm gonna tell you i was suffering from bulimia mm. when i was a teenager so as you're comparing you know um the years when my childhood when i was living in communism i was very you know i was i was i was born in the poorest family in the village um uh, and I chose to be born in the poorest family, uh, family in the village. Um, I realized the power of choice yes. at some point. So I call it, I chose my family. Yeah. I chose my status. Um, I chose my nationality. And, and I'm comparing that, that era of communism to, uh, my state of being where I was so, uh, inferior, feeling so not good enough that I wanted to just stuff myself with food and and pass away. Just mm. I don't know. It's, it was self-destructive yes. uh, modality of being, doing, belonging, and becoming. Um, so so you can imagine my thinking, my beliefs, my feelings, everything, my energy, my emotions, uh, my body. Everything was organized around this bulimic tendencies. Um, and I was a very busy girl, I must tell you. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Because in order to, I mean, whether you are depressed or whether you are elated, it, it, it takes exactly the same breakfast, lunch, and dinner to deliver the set of beliefs that you have to believe as a bulimic person. You have to, you have to compulsively, compulsively keep on repeating and telling yourself that you're not good enough. And you constantly do it. And obviously you do it in a, variety of ways um and um and obviously in manifests the doing of it is you just go to the fridge and you keep on eating you keep on eating and what was funny about this which i then discovered when i was getting the um, getting rid of uh, remains of my bulimia that my kind of residue of bulimia was eating crisps 
You know why I was eating crisps? By the way, they're called chips over here in North America for people who don't know what those are, right? (laughs) Which, of course, we call French fries strips and they call French fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just as long as people know what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. Chips, crisps. As you can hear, the the sound of this word uh, is is kind of... Yeah, exactly. All about the crunch. (laughs) All about the crunch, darling. And I was... I was switching off the noise in my head because I couldn't, the, the, my my own thoughts were, were paining me because I couldn't find the positive ones and the, the, the negative ones are really giving me lots of pain. So that with the crunches, yeah. <laughs> I was able to quench the thoughts down, just silence them. You know what I mean? For the moment, for the moment. Everything is only works for the moment because if you don't address the problem root down, you know yes. the behavior keeps going, and it's it's the oh. satisfaction that only lasts a moment, right? And then, of course, as a bulimic, the guilt comes in. Oh, I've just yes. eaten all these chips. So I've got to now yeah. purge this uh, because I feel guilty. And it's a yeah. cycle that, if we don't get down to the root of what's causing it, will is deadly. Absolutely, and and at the end, when you sh- shuffle like ten sandwiches into your body, you want to die. At yes. the end. It, it, it is a very, very highly sophisticatedly um, orchestrated a death wish. Mm. Like acted, acted. I was acting on it. Right. Yeah. So, so what was what was your turning point? When did you kind of realize? No, this is this kind of destruction is not serving me. When did you decide to stop mm. being self-destructive and invest in yourself? Yeah. So you remember, remember you mentioned um, at the press of the button that we are living yeah. a very comfortable time. Yeah. So just just to answer your questions and embrace what we were talking um, 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 ten minutes ago, five minutes ago, I want to say that um, there is always something. There's always new awareness to be discovered. And as you can see in the word aware, you've got a word war, W-A-R. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, according to quantum physics, you move from one quantum to another. While, whilst you, um, 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 carried out a quantum collapse, so neutralized, uh, your emotions around certain traits, um, you moved on to another quantum. So for me, I'm not, um, I'm on a journey of constantly unfolding new awarenesses whereby I'm finding myself, finding myself el- again at the elementary level hmm. of uh, being jealous. No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You were jealous I'm, of what? Of whom? Oh, I'm jealous of, of recently. I've discovered my jealousy, which was really getting in touch with Everything that jealousy um, um, constitutes mm. inside the inside. So I was kind of analyzing my jealousy from the bodily symptoms, from the mental, my mentations, my thinking around jealousy. See, in order to be jealous, you have to think a certain way. Yeah? yeah. You think you're lacking something or someone's right. going to deprive you of something. Yeah. Mm? yeah. Um, you have to feel a certain way. You definitely need to feel that you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's the key. So and and you take on a certain body posture as well when you yeah. are jealous. 
Yeah, you 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 can't be jealous from this uh, from the um, body of the uh, body posture that represents a triumph. Triumph. You mm-hmm. can't be jealous there. No, no, because that's celebration. That's right. In a triumphal body posture, yeah. Yeah. there's no no space for feeling not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's a totally different vibration. Ah. Thank you, thank you. You you're using my favorite term, vibration. So so um so how do we going back to your question, which was if you can if you can kindly remind me. You know, where where was your turning point? When did you decide to take the journey to look to what was causing the problem and save yourself? Lovely question. Thank you. I honor this question because I was asking myself this question because as much as you want to die to 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 seize the compulsive uh, meaningless uh, doing which was my bulimia it was it was it was futile it was yeah. you felt you keep on asking yourself exactly the question you've asked me mm-hmm. how am i going to get out of it Am I des- do I deserve it? Will I be taking it to my grave? Or will I be free from it? Yeah. So thank you for this question. I'm just honoring it because for everyone who's listening now, I'm really honoring that moment because everything starts from decision. Mm-hmm. And I made that decision. I asked myself a question, what would I need to do in order to free myself up from being bulimic? And first of all, you need to um, want to change really badly. First first and foremost, right? First and foremost, you've got to want How it. Want it? How bad do you want it? <laughs> if you don't want it, you're not going to make it happen. You've got to want it. <laughs> That's the one, the, another one, who is the most trustful, uh, who is the most trusted person in my life, um, who I will be willing to be seen, to show my vulnerability. I was ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. hiding it. And I was hiding it. So, so I nominated um, two people. My flatmate, because obviously, when you when you believe me, you do it discreetly. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. You don't want uh, other people yeah. to see it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so what you do, you disclose it. Mm-hmm. You let it be seen. But to be honest, Sarah, it 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 cost me. Whew, I procrastinated and procrastinated. Yeah. Procrastination is a very, very useful tool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yes. a, it's an excuse that really, if we're honest with, we uh, we really can't justify. Yeah, by the same time, it's working because yes, you you can do it tomorrow. Yes, exactly. The sun will yeah. come out tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> but, not but it's today. The moment you need to live in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love, I love the way how you listen. Thank you for holding me right now and uh, and holding this interview, Sarah. I feel privileged 
being in your presence. I've listened to your um, in interviews, the way how you hold people vocally, cognitively, uh, all of that. You are such a holistic listener, um, and and I, I'm really honoured to be. Um, to be offered this interview by you and to be helped by you. I feel oh, really honored. Awesome. What your story is, is something that will inspire someone else, which then becomes an invitation for them to trust their own journey. Because one of the things you did by telling two people is that you did that big word, accountability. Mm. Right? Now you've told those two people, you've got to be accountable for your choices. Yeah. You've exposed yourself. You've actually mm. made yourself the most vulnerable you've ever have. But Thank in you. doing so, that's the beginning of your strength. Mm. Your willingness to be vulnerable. Um, uh, uh, darling, darling, you should, you should see those moments. I'm, I'm gonna kind of re, um, re, uh, try to recreate the situation. You've got my, um, um, flatmate stepping into the kitchen I'm, I've eaten like uh, burnt chicken because when you bring me you just throw anything, anything yeah. just anything it's 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 very it is a very a very violent game yeah you are playing against yourself so and your body is your own enemy it's the biggest enemy and you really really fight hard and harsh so I was, I was eating, it was like almost, I was completely full up and I was waiting for that moment when I feel completely shameful, guiltful. Ugh, there are stages when you feel completely discombobulated. And, yeah. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> so the person comes into the kitchen and I actually instructed them, those two people. Um so, and I asked them, listen, I will be kicking, swearing at you, I might be very obnoxious, but bear with me, I'm, I'm, I need that disclosure, I need that accountability, as you call it. Um, just just ask me how many sandwiches I've eaten. I've instructed them to do it, because right. I knew, that, yeah, that would kind of conjure up, oh, what would you call it, how would you call it, Um that would take the... Uh, the 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 magic of the curse away because they will bring awareness they will they will the reality really looking at the reality of it looking at the reality getting distance becoming distance and seeing it from a distance okay seeing myself from a distance so so losing that kind of convulsive (laughs) yeah kind of animalistic self so and and becoming the observer of the observed um, and and she's asking me how many sandwiches have you eaten Barbara very gently you know and I get furious mm-hmm. look into her eyes and you can see that pattern is so enmeshed in me it's really difficult to engage in a rational level there and what I did I remember my very first time when she started that method with me I, I held my body, I, I hugged myself like really strongly and I ran and into another room and sat in a corner and uh, and started crying. Mm-hmm. I was releasing, releasing that compulsiveness to put another piece of food, another piece, another pumpkin, another chicken. I just, 
and I and everything and it's beautiful in this in this little corner I discovered that I would be able to make it. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't going back to the kitchen. I discovered the distance yeah, in the middle of the whole pala- malarkey, right. palava. It's not normally after you've eaten a lot, you were going to the toilet, provoking diarrhea or vomiting. That was mm-hmm. that was it. But I was she interrupted me in the middle, so I wasn't fully fixed. If you if you right. know what I mean, mm-hmm. so went into the corner of the room, released it, and I had a little little moment of like I feel like I will be able to make it because I am able to see it and with the help of the others which is in, intensely important to have yeah. people you trust mm-hmm. yeah who you have people whom you disclose your deepest guilt deepest trains deepest um deepest secrets you, you need someone to share the truest you that won't be in judgment of you. That's the important thing, right? The, the greatest gift you can give somebody is your vulnerability. And you give it in trust. So that person does not judge you, holds you accountable, but helps you through that thinking, but not with any persecution or judgment. Absolutely beautiful. So you see, wonderful, Sarah. I love the way how you, how you are. Uh, commenting and, and moving things forward because what I'm thinking about right now is my methodology so I've kind of from that experience I became uh, more and more interested of becoming unconditional mm-hmm. and, and hence why I got interested in quantum physics the singularity phenomena where, whereby <clears throat> you are light and when you are acting when you um you are loving light. You no longer um, carrying weight, charge, judgment, conditions, identities. You no longer attached to anything. You are weightless, chargeless, um, judgeless. And this is something I have been uh, testing on myself in the last three and a half years. As a result of that, darling, I. Stop going to doctors. I know for, for many people it's, it's normal and congratulations. But I was addicted to, um, general practitioners. I mm-hmm. was addicted to well, medication. You kept looking for an answer. You, you kept looking for that quick fix, right? Yep. Absolutely. <clears throat> so <clears throat> with, with what I've developed, um, as I call it, flow methodology is, is a state of being when you no longer judging yourself, when you develop that, you know, the, my flatmate who wasn't judging me, she was just neutrally asking me questions. How many sandwiches have you had? Mm-hmm. non right? So I learned how to do that to myself, how to develop um, unconditionally loving Bashenka within me, mm-hmm. in my psyche strengthen that character up to the level where I develop a kind of my own mama love in my internal character mm-hmm. who was always picking me up whether I failed whether I was elated and triumphant I was always 
ending up in her arms. It's just my internalized mother figure, loving unconditionally, as you call it. Um, And that's something, darling, that helped me to um, um, become free, not only from eating compulsively from my bulimia, but from going to doctors. Um, I had, um, in the last three and a half years, I haven't had tension in my body. I need to share that with the world because people, and I, I used to live the way when I had to, at some point, my body was so stiff and full of tension. My muscles were cramped. I had to go at least two sessions of masseur therapist monthly because I was, I was, and this is, this is, um, Sarah, what I call it, um, your body gives you feedback. Oh, yeah. When you 100%. don't pick up, yeah. absolutely. When you don't pick up what body is saying on an energetic level, on mental level, on emotional level, it will deliver feedback through your body. And I, I haven't had tension in my body for over three years now. So as you can imagine, I'm, I'm going to, um, um, share that with people in the most simplest way. Um, I'm, I'm developing um, a terminology around that. So one of them is the uh, phenomena of flow, which is flow, and flow in capital letters equals flow, which is say yes to yes. So embrace everything you love. Then yes, senior, senior plus say yes to no so em- embrace everything that you flow so flow and flow together brings you the awareness what Latsu calls um, neutrality when you become you no longer fight anything you own live love express and embody Whatever is in the here and now. You know, in a lot of ways, you were, everybody's Mm. afraid of demons, but we Mm. don't realize that when we step into our self-destruction, we've become the demon we face, you know, and that we fear. Um, We become very demonic towards ourselves. You know, we're so afraid of other people hurting us. We're going to hurt ourselves first, Mm. right? By stepping into fluff, the flow of love, the flow of life, living in that moment, finding that peace that comes from within, that's not purchased out there, it's all inside. When you (laughs) step into that and you live in that moment, you are in the flow of love. And yes, you're going to have good days and bad days, but you ride those lower vibration days as a day of loving yourself, as bringing out your inner mama. This is a time to be on your own lap and giving yourself a hug, right? <laughs> and then there's other days where that energy is abundant and you get out there and you can succeed and, and embrace. Um, and that's the whole point of life is going with the flow of life. It's not linear. It's not a straight line. It's not one vibration or one frequency. It's musical. It's, it's a symphony. And it's learn to dance to it, right? And let your demons go and embrace your flow of life. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Sarah. You are. Wow. My whole body was like uh, tinkles and bubbles uh, and amazing way of. 
oh, responding for what I've said. It was Sarah. I love your listening. Let me well, just you make it easy. You make it easy to follow, and you know when people are caught. I mean, you know, you have to look at why somebody so beautiful and so talented, clearly who prefers to love life than hate life. You know, how did you get into that state of self-loathing or self-hatred that you wanted to do a slow death? And do you find that when you were on your journey of self-discovery that an awful lot of it was really maybe nothing to do with you but more to do with either the way you were brought up or even past lives? Mm. Well, to be honest, darling, I... I... um. Right, let me think about, let me think about this question. It's interesting. So nothing to do with me could have something to do with my environment, the way how I was brought up, the where I was brought up, and my past lives. It's also, let your, me just it's also your family's past life, because the ancestral mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. on as well. Mm. With, with my, my theory, I will probably get to the stage of, of trying to um, kind of get insight from past life, etc. But at present moment, I'll tell you what I'm doing right now, uh, Sarah. I'm studying my day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. I'm studying the ordinary. Yeah. I'm studying where, when I wake up, um Am I living from motivating myself, pushing myself forward? <gasps> you know, that kind of, you know. The rah, rah. The flow, <laughs> you know, the exhaust. Mm-hmm. Or, or am I, am I brushing my teeth, making myself a cup of tea, dressing myself, looking to the mirror from flow? And it's, it's almost my everyday Platform became like my laboratory, mm-hmm. my science, darling. So um, instead of just going back into my ancestors, how it might be according to their lives, I'm thinking I'm going to declutter my day-to-day life, the ordinary, from any form of, um, you know, when... When you, the effort is between you and you. You yeah. exactly know when you're yeah. forcing yourself to do something, spread the butter on the sandwich, uh, call someone, uh, uh, go and step in onto that train and sit in front of the others. You know when you're doing things from, I don't want to be here. Right. From I, I have to, but I've got to, right? <laughs> that, 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 that's yeah. the place, yeah. So you, so, I've decided to really scrutinize my life and how I do that, darling. Not necessarily rejecting those places when I'm, when I'm kind of dragging myself through the day. I'm owning them. I'm yes. kind of saying, oh, hi, Bashenka. So you are like a little snail today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're holding back. So show me how you're holding back. And I'm amplifying it. I'm playing with mm-hmm. her. I'm getting to know her. Yeah. There's, I'm not deleting, I'm not rejecting, I'm not going to a psych, a psych, a psychotherapist, a psychiatrist to remove it. Yes. I'm embracing that part of me. Oh my God. And, and, being, uh, that, and being at home with it, because that's, you know, I suffer uh, from, from depression and I have good days and bad days, and I'm on a particular low vibration today. And it's like, okay, 
You know, I know that there's certain things I have to do today and I'm going to do them with grace and joy. And then I'm going to take the rest of the time for me because that's what it's telling me to do. And that's what those slow days or those days where the mood might not be at the full volume. It's to say, no, 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 this is a little self-nurturing today, a little pampering today, right? And that is perfectly okay. This thing that we've got to get out, rah, rah, every day, meet each day as a new battle. It's so exhausting. It's exhausting. Go with the flow of life, the flow of love. And you will have days where it is about self-embracement and at days when it's about self-expression. That's beautiful. That's absolutely gorgeous. Darling, you know what? You're amazing. You, you, again, you're holding me so beautifully. Sorry. What, what's coming up right now for me, because I'm working on a proposal. I'm, I'm, I'm deciding to make a proposal for a phenomenological research. It's a new form of research um, on an educational market. Um, at this stage, it will be my doctorate. Um, so, um, and there are several, only few universities who are doing the phenomenological research. Phenomenological research allows you to use social media, filming, performing, um, singing, yeah? Mm-hmm. So basically my, this, my doctorate will become a film. So I'm gradually, gradually preparing my film, so to speak. But just to, just to connect what you've just been uh, saying, I have been promoting a, a method of performing when you are with what is, as you call it, flow with what is, flow the love, pro, flow the light, flow the darkness. The dark's unthinkable, light's unthinkable. Flow it all. And sometimes, and I um, filmed myself, I did a monologue. Yeah, I filmed myself. I mean, my, my best friend, I mean, uh, Nick Askew, I call him my, my best friends. Um, he filmed me in New Forest last year. And what I did, I was spontaneously revealing what's uh, what is unfolding in my psyche with with sometimes Sarah it was pure nonsense right pure nonsense yes complete gibbering nonsensical utterances and and lots of gesticulations lots of actually I came up with lots of cuddling I was holding my face with my in my palms and there was Memories coming, memories and and um, uh, nightmares and infatuations and uh, fascinations about what the future is going to bring. You know, the kind of wow, I'm gonna change my life. It's gonna be this way and this way, and everything was coming out and in a very very raw form. And I loved the in between when there was no longer sense, there was no words. Pure utterances, screaming, uh, squeaking, just breathing, slapping my face at some point. And that was in the moment when I was recalling the memory of hating myself. So, so just going back to, to where I am now. Right now I am preparing for my PhD, but I'm doing it with loving um, Bashenk, I, I love myself. I'm not gonna push myself like I did for my masters. Mm-hmm. My masters, I kicked myself so hard. I, I, I said to myself, never again. 
never again I'm going to deliver a dissertation, a piece of, of creative writing in a manner where I have to do it. Uh, well, because how can, quality, it, how can it be quality. creative when you have to do it? When you have so, to fit into someone else's regiment, somebody else's format, somebody hmm. else's expectations, where's okay. the creativity? Creativity is love. It's flow. Hmm. It's not hmm. restricted. It doesn't have boundaries. So if you truly want people to be creative, let them step into their flow. Stop regimenting them. Amen. Amen, girl. I, I, um, so I promised myself, I promised it, and everyone's asking, oh, Barbara, you've been talking about this PhD, <laughs> because I love myself, I'm gonna play with it, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna fall in love with my hypothesis, and I'm gonna, the rest of my life, I'm gonna create a little laboratory, which will be a fully functioning film studio, and I will be doing my research there. So I'm getting there, Sarah, yes. slowly, but lovingly, and I own, live, love, whatever is unfolding. And I live life with, I'm telling you, I'm not, this is not fabricated. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say something, which is a statement. It's just a truthful statement. I mean, waking up every morning in the over, over two and a half years, feeling fully alive. And it's not fabricated, Sarah. Right. It's, it is. You found a purpose. You're living your meaningful purpose. Right. And in that purpose and in that flow of love of being, you know, you're going to get challenges along the road in the in the um, delivery of it or in the building or the structure of it because that's, you know, when you're building something that is a structure that you're inviting other people to be a part of, the, the bricks and water, so to speak, sometimes don't go the way you want them to. But when the passion and the love and the conviction is behind that, it will happen when it's meant to, how it's meant to, with the people that it's meant to. And by being in that flow and that love quantum energy, you are inviting the people on the same flow, the same vibration, the same frequency, and will help you build that because they see that purpose and they see the where it's going. So it's not, a, it's, you know, a little bit like a cha-cha, isn't it? You know, cha-cha-cha, cha-cha-cha, and sometimes the rhythm goes off, but you just get back into step. <laughs> so true, darling. So kind of answering what my future is going to hold. Um, I'm going to love myself for the rest of my life because I've beaten myself enough right, exactly. um, and kicked myself enough. So I did that. I know what it's all about. And it's a highly sophisticated methodology. It's not that it comes effortlessly. No, no, no. You have to work hard to feel that you're not worth anything. Right. You have to work hard because every morning you have to tell yourself in front of the mirror, you cut this big you cut down, yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, when I was a child, I wanted to trim my nose because it's big. I did And too. I really, I have, my mirror was always a nightmare for me. There you go. There you go. So you want all kinds of things, yeah. all those surgeries around your bodies, you yeah. know. And darling, two and a half years ago, I started feeling alive in that body every morning, consistently, to a degree where, but guess what? I bought myself a massive caterpillar mascot. And you know what? Mascot is helping me to be more and more in myself. Obviously, yeah. I'm cuddling myself. It's pretty yeah. obvious. It's like a dynamic game that I'm playing with myself. But I promise my, my lecturers, my, my beautiful professors in, in Freudian Institute, when I finish my master's, psychodynamic 
and systemic thinking. I promise them that I'm going to democratize those concepts because they are phenomenal. You know, primary concept that comes from psychodynamics, the Freud, um, Freud's heritage here um, that we carry is uh, splitting projective identification when you discharge this own part of your psyche that you don't like about yourself onto other objects environment there you go so i'm gonna demo i'm gonna i'm gonna create programs i'm gonna launch to everywhere in education in corporate world or wherever so it comes with my methodology will come with my doctorate but it's it's about simplifying my mom was a factory worker and cleaner so i I need to my my aim is to make things simple so that so as if as if my mom was listening you know in a simple way Translating the most sophisticated uh, concepts, quantum physics. I love quantum physics, mm-hmm. darling. I epigenetics. I'm melting when I'm <laughs> epigenetics. You know, in, in in understanding all that, you know the quantum physics, the all of the genetics and everything else. You know they're just yeah. an explanation. But when you come it right down into the definition of it, it is yeah. just simply. Um, being in your own frequency, re- resonating that out to other people. And what you resonate out is what people are going to receive, you know. Uh, and if you want people to be on the same wavelength, then you must resonate at that frequency to invite the people that you want to communicate with you on that wavelength. If you're hating yourself, you're inviting others who are going to gleefully hate you too. If you love yeah. yourself, you're going to invite those people that see the love within you. So it is all invitation through your own inspiration, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely, sweetheart. Thank you so much for holding me on. Every time you comment on what I've said, it's, it just, I feel so, so honed and, and loved. Thank you for that, Sarah. My pleasure. So, so I'm, um, what, what, what's going to happen now? I'm, I'm just thinking, uh, what else am I going to say? What else am I going to do? Well, let me ask you about your dance. Because as I said, it's like a Tai Chi, um, you know, flow where it's very, you know, you, even though sometimes you look like you're doing jerky movements, it's still in a fluidity of what yeah. you're doing. And a lot of people think dance needs to be body erect or, you know, bending. But what you've done there is, is as I said, it yeah. looks so much like the Qigong and the, and, and the Tai Chi. It's kind of when you look at the quantum physics of energy, it mm. is not a linear line. It is, you know, it's it's either waves or zigzags or it's fractalization. You know, it comes in so many different types of things. So the way you move is kind of more you being kind of in tuned with the energies that are around you. Is that how you dance? Is that Are you just tapping into the energy that's around you? Yeah, right. Uh, I was studying performing arts and uh, I was scolded by my teacher and put at the last row, at the, at the back row, when we were doing ballet. Um, so, and I was really like feeling really rejected um, because I could not fit in. I could not follow the rules. Um, and my body looked crooked. Yeah. So, um, so in order to, and that Latsu, uh, um, again, my lovely uh, philosopher, um, he said, if you want straighten, if you want to straighten something, you must first allow it to get crooked. So, and guess what? I was the best student in clowning, 
and the best student in improvisation. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so, so what I what I will be doing in um, it's the fiftieth Congress UNESCO Dance Congress in Athens in July. Uh, uh, I'm giving a lecture there. And I'm giving a performance and workshops. And I, I, will, I will be encouraging people to just dance whatever is unfolding. That when you yeah. fall down, fall down, like own it, like yeah. um, when you clumsy, just clumsy it, right. like really am tired. Uh, it's like really own it, love it, see qualities of it, yeah. see how it's serving you, and then um, love that form because we're here to really um, because oneness in us. It's all we are love. We are love, and 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 all the distractions that we've become, where we've learned how not to love ourselves, how uh, to feel small or too big it comes from a judgment so it's just letting go of all those judgments all the weight all the charge all the baggage and just allow yourself to uh, be clumsy be beautiful because sometimes when I dance I can do it beautifully but then then you want to create a story with your body. So then you're, you're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this. And your body is clumsily transitioning from mm-hmm. one form to another. Uh-huh. So it's a metaphor, really, Sarah, because when you are transitioning, you are transmuting from one form to another in a loving manner. You love the clumsy, the clown. You love the princess and beautiful Barbara that is, it's got a tall body and can do a nice figures. But I also love the, um, um, the clumsy and ugly clown because as much as I am beautiful, I am ugly too and I love them both to yes. bits. Well, they're both expressing at different times different things, aren't yeah. they? You know, I yeah. was a, a dancer when I was growing up. I was actually a go-go dancer, the first go-go dancer in South Africa uh, when discotheque music first came out. And <laughs> and, and it's, a, you know, I, um, I was 15 and I was dancing at parties. I was getting paid to dance, um, you know, would do weddings, do corporate parties, everything. And they would just put the music on and I would go, you know, just do my thing, follow the music wherever it took me. And then people started requesting that I teach them. Because it was something that was new, right? Because people were kind of going away from the um, arm in arm to kind of the singular dancing, and so it was so much fun to do. Because and one of and then you know people said go into the the musical theatre arts and things. I couldn't do it. Well, number one, they wouldn't accept me because I'm an asthmatic, so they wouldn't accept me for that. But the other two is that I could not conform to the routine because for me. Is the energy of the audience, uh, the music, how I felt that day dictated more than what the routine did. So I could never follow that. Um, and it was always having to be an expression of who I am in the moment to the situation. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah, we are from the same tribe, really. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, and, and, and what's beautiful, you no longer need, um, um, artificial uh, audience to, no. for them to see your greatness. 
darkness. You don't look you don't look for publicity. Um, you develop um, a, a variety of currencies. There are money. There is um, awareness. I love the currency of awareness. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> I do everything for that. Uh, I don't do rules. I do awareness. Uh, it's, it's just I, I love being aware. I love the observer, the observed, and the third position when you are watching them dancing together. Um, I, I, and, and what's, what are the other currencies? Um, affiliations, connections yes. with people. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's all, it's all done. With the currency of love, isn't it? You know, you're, you're, you're purchasing through that. And it's a, being your authentic self, first and foremost, you've got to be willing to actually admit you've been lying to yourself all your life. But don't take any blame for that because you were living society's expectation and dictation. Now you know that this life that you have lived, which was what was expected of you, is not uh, what, who you are. You know, you want to discover the big, huge question in the world. Why am I here? What is life all about? Well, life awesome. is about stepping into a meaningful purpose, doing what you love from your heart, your soul, your very being, letting your spirit fly, and that it be of yes. service to humanity to make humanity spread its own wings. <laughs> so when you step into that meaningful purpose, uh, there is kind of no other question in the world other than, you know, how do I help other people gather, get their wings, right? That's, it's not about you anymore. It's about how do you get everybody else to feel this good? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Sarah. I, I love the synergy we create right now. Um, I'm just thinking about the ripple, the, the, the mm -hmm. metaphor of a just one ripple. And that's what kind of turned me away from, uh, you know, there's a tendency right now, you need a lead page and you need a package, you need to package your stuff and content and to earn big money. And I'm thinking one life at a time. Right. I really want to influence people and remember it. I don't want numbers. I don't want digital noise cacophony really really and and as 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 much as i'm saying i don't want it i also am i'm i'm according to my methodology i can embrace that not wanting so yeah. i will process it later on when we after we finish but it's just kind of telling you where i am at in terms of my business um i'm thinking about new world darling in 100 200 years time there won't be nhs national health system Right. One social kids. I mean, people. I mean, people educationally. People will learn how to work, live, do, be, belong from intuition. That's the wisdom. That is the wisdom we are being forbidden to use. Um, um, so, and that's the one be world where. Um, people will be dependent on on doctors prescribing the medications. Right. All that dependency will be gone. People will uh, uh, early stage of their lives will learn how to drop the, the mentality of the, the victim, the victimhood mentality, right. where you discharge the responsibility for your own position. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you don't take responsibility for your own perceptions. You you judge the situation in a way that. It's you who did it. It's them. It's right. this. It's yes. not me. So 
So yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always saying that is weird. You know, that accountability is your responsibility to choose that not only serves you, but serves the people that you serve in life. And yeah. it's only when we're willing to take that ownership. And, you know, the other thing is stop looking for perfection because the perfection is in your honest, loving intent. It's not mm. measured in any other way. Are you doing this because you truly and utterly care, because you believe, and because you believe that you, in whatever way, um, and that's another thing, stop measuring, right? Mm. Uh, you know, people say, how many people listening to your shows? And I said, if it's one person, then we change one person's life. Thank you very much. Amen. Right? Beautiful. <laughs> yes, I say yes to that. So, <laughs> It's not about measuring against other people or, the, you know, that person's better, that person's program's better. I have an orchard of wisdom here on Self-Discovery Radio. People mm-hmm. like yourself who, through your own journey, have made such wonderful discoveries of who you are and why you're here and what you can do for humanity to find themselves. That orchard oh, yes. of wisdom, as far as I'm concerned, is the biggest currency I can have. Right? <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. Darling, that, that's, that's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. And that's where you um, realize that inner war creates the global war. So if you don't take responsibility for your inner conflicts yes. and constantly find uh, on the outside the, the guilty one, on the outside, constantly frantically looking for, for your husband to blame, from the teacher, from preacher, from the country, politics, politician... That means that you're not resolving your inner war. Therefore, you, you're sending the vibration of the war. You are feeding the war. That is, that's the butterfly effect. You are building the global through uh, discovering yourself on the intrapsychic level, on the inner level. You are influencing the rest of the world. And if, if by the making of the kettle, the ordinary situation, when you are in, in your pyjama, in that very moment, when you do, when you own that cup of tea with your full self, when you're really present in that moment, when you are not disturbed by your memory, by the past, by the future uh, and desire, you are sheer, sheer, sheer expression of the now and here. This is the way of you sending the peace for everyone who's suffering on a global level. Yeah. Everyone who's suffering. And this is my key. This is what you just said, sweetheart. You said, if I influence just one person, but that one person is going to take the ripple and yes. it's going to be two ripples. And then the I domino just love effect. it. Yeah, the domino effect. I mean, you know, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you found me, but you've listened to my shows, and you know how inspirational people are, and how in, in important that invitation is. And you know, we if we listen just purely to the news, and you're wise not to listen to it. You know, I don't listen to the news, but obviously things come up online. But um, we know that there's an awful lot of destruction going on right now. But I don't know if you know the Celtic runes, R-U-N-E-S. Um, they have a, a stone in there that's called Hagaz. And mm. whenever you used to pick it, it's all about disruption. And go, oh, I don't want this. Until you realize that disruption is good because it shakes out the old and allows the new to grow. And the world is in disruption right now. But it's also in invitation to find mm. and discover yourself and bring your whole being 
to the table so that all can feast on it. And that's the beauty where we're at right now is we're in that world where the that quantum, beautiful, divine energy is just sending out its love and its invitation to everybody in the world and saying, enough of the crap. It's now time for us to seek our own inner harmony and bring that to the table. Oh, love that. Yes, because the outer peace is transient. Yes. The inner peace is something that you can establish and continually cultivate. And you become so, so... Um, 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 preoccupied with loving yourself in a good way that um, at some point the people will see you, people will come up and will say, you emanate. Yes. You emanate authenticity. You emanate self-love. I feel at home with you. And this is the way I felt with you, Sarah. Oh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's the thing is we're changing channels. We're changing channels and we're asking people to channel in. You know, decide mm-hmm. you want love mm-hmm. radio, right? You know, get into the flow of it. And when people say, I want world peace, well, don't you know that that starts with you? When you find your inner peace, that peace becomes part of the, the equation in the whole of the world. You know, it's the body is made up of how many cells? We are one of those cells in this universal body. When it's plump and juicy and full and productive, it becomes something that benefits the world. When it breaks down and becomes disruptive, it now is something that contaminates the world. So we owe it to ourselves to find that inner love, to nurture ourselves, to be everything we can be, because that is a solution that's serving our, our beautiful universe through that beautiful loving energy that is going out there yeah yeah because at the end of the day we are an infinite being in human bodies yes. having human experience and uh, and it's it's about it's not about changing the world it's about falling in love with all the forms of being doing belonging and becoming is loving them all flowing them all with non-resistance well, like, like as we said dis- at the beginning of the show when you talked about your humble roots and the gratitude for, you know, uh, for that because it taught you gratitude and other things. Perhaps if we looked at life with more gratitude, with what we have, even if we are willing to, you know, switch on a switch for our lights or our tea or coffee, uh, you know, can boil in matters and you haven't got to go out to the well to get it in freezing cold weather. It's learning to be grateful for what we have and recognizing the beauty and the answer to everything we ever need in this world is mm. right here if we're willing to open our eyes, our hearts, and our souls to it. <laughs> yes, 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 <laughs> I say yes. <laughs> So what's next for you? You're doing your doctorate. When is that going to be finished? Darling, there's no when. There's no, it's a timeless space. Right. So uh, when it's ready, when it's juicy, when it's, um, I'm, I'm, at present, I'm just discovering, I'm speaking to universities who, who would be willing to take up my projects. So speaking to guys who are currently assessing doctors um, using the phenomenological research. Um, so and I'm primarily, I want to write my uh, doctorate in film. Right. So through making film. 
So half of my doctorate will be film, half of it will be words. Um, so, and I'm, I've, I'm at present, I'm kind of mastering the use of, um, uh, you know, film editing softwares, da 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 da. But Facebook itself mm. is for me. Power presentation for my future lecturing. Um, I'm, I'm seeing myself traveling the world and, 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 and teaching, sharing, 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 right. sharing. Um, so, um, and I don't have um, husband, don't have children. I'm, I'm choosing to uh, study my inner child, and uh, this is the way I see myself for the rest of my life, um, uh, serving people um, and. Um, spreading news about how to live in non-resistance. Yeah, and of course there'll be some people who go, oh no, husband, you know, no child, you're just serving people, how sacrificial. No, this is your <laughs> purpose in life that you were designed for, yes. and what you get out of it is that beautiful, loving accomplishment of being able to switch someone's light on, right? So yes. it's it's not a sacrifice, It's uh, you're just embracing your true purpose. Absolutely, absolutely, darling. It's um, you should see me with children when on in the street, etc. So I have, I have very good connection with her, and and that that's the indicator that I'm not uh, uh, resentful right. in that subject. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm choosing it so vividly, so vivaciously. Oh my God! And I, I love, I, I, I can connect with children instantaneously. I love looking at families. I, I send them always my blessings, etc. And I feel I am part of it. It's, it's counterbalancing the family model. You know, those, those lonely people alone. I've met quite a few people who choose not to have children, not to have families, and they, they serve people, the world in a different way, and. Uh, and, and I love that kind of complementary aspect of our society. You know what I mean? Well, as long as you don't open. have to force people. To, I mean, my oldest daughter, yeah. you know, especially if she's 34 and at this time of life, she is not interested. She hasn't got anybody in her life right now anyway. She's got yeah. plans for a future. She loves to travel. You know, she's my little hummingbird, my little butterfly that keeps pollinating okay. the flowers around her with her love and her joy of life. And... Oh. Uh, and if she said, if I ever do, I'd rather adopt and give a child, you know, an unwanted child love rather than having her own. And I respect that journey, yeah. you know, because it's, we have people who have children be out of expectation and they are just not, you know, not natural born parents. They're just doing it because they've been yes. told they have to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then they find their purpose in life and they could have found it earlier in life had they not taken that route. So the earlier we can get into this this self-discovery of who we are and what we're here for and discover that self-love, yeah. the the quicker we can be of purpose to the world, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I say yes to it and I... Oh, yeah. oh, uh -huh. I feel like we, we beautifully traveled through my life. Thank you so much, Sarah, for that. Really, really appreciate that. Well, from... I feel like yeah. having a little bit of with you <laughs> <laughs> well from bulimia you know, humble roots to bulimia to, to being willing to take that ownership to we the most important thing is rather like your dance you know kind of um, abstractly fluid is that you are not going in a straight line you've learned to listen to the energy 
on where you're what you're meant to do in this moment and what you do in this moment whether it's nothing or something is seeding tomorrow and sometimes we gain mm. so much in nothingness don't we sometimes ah. we right just being present with self in this moment doing nothing and i'm not talking about meditation i'm just talking about doing nothing is preparing us or seeding or watering us for something that we need to do so a Mm. lot of what you've talked about today is allowing things to happen when they need to happen embracing Mm. the signs of redirection asking for help in trust and love and most importantly embracing your own inner self-love by nurturing loving and honoring yourself because through that you'll find your meaning and purpose in which to mm-hmm. serve life in and don't dictate how you serve mm-hmm. just go with the flow Beautiful. and Beautiful. you will serve as you are meant to so does that it's, kind of sum you up? Yeah, yeah it sums me up but at the same time it shows me that you are very much in touch with those qualities in you so you kind of reflected your own beauty um, and, and it's beautiful that um, the others are you so the way how you embrace that I represent for you in your perception uh, and the way how you cultivate those qualities of being a dancer, being a flower, um, of loving yourself is amazing. So um, I, I, I saw in you today, Sarah, I saw a listener. I saw that I am a beautiful listener. So I'm just owning back that trait. And uh, because I've been telling you, you are amazingly uh, made for what you're doing. You found your purpose, etc. And at the same oh, time, love. <laughs> I love you, yes, absolutely. And at the same time, I'm adoring those traits in me that... Mm. Um, Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to recognize it and celebrate it in you. So it's it's beautiful. It's all mutual. It's it's just we are we are one big soup of energy. It's just yummy. You know, the other thing is patience, grasshopper. Patience. Everything will come to be when it's meant to be. And you know, we we have these <laughs> earthly agendas. I've got to be here at this stage. I've got to be achieving that. I've got to be there. And the one thing that I've learned, which is that human agenda that I had to do, which is that human thing we impose on ourselves, as opposed to the divine quantum energy, which will take you where you need to go, when you need to go it, is Mm. step into that patience, because it will be revealed if you're willing to be present, and it will all happen in good time. Stop forcing time limits on it because the universe doesn't work that way, does it? <laughs> Become timeless, ageless, yes. Yes. chargeless, weightless. Yeah. Happy flowing to everyone. Right. Thank you so much, Sarah. Well, this has been absolutely wonderful having you on here. So would you please let everybody know how they can reach you and uh, what services you have for them right now? Yeah. Right, uh, Okay, so if you want to become part of my research um, and co-create that with me, um, because we will, in a way, become take the ownership of my of of of, of new awareness together, because that's what I call my doctorate. I welcome you to contact me. You can find me on uh, my website. Uh, it's www dot 
say-yes.be. It's my one website. And the other one is www.bashenka.space. Can you but, spell uh, that, love? <laughs> um, I'll try. I'll try. But on my on my say yes dot b, you can find because I incorporated the other one in that website. So you will find the other website, which is purely my port, um, art folio. So it's it's my modeling pictures, my films, my uh, singing. Um, all kinds of artistic things, creative things there. It's like um, um, art box. Um, so you will find it on www.say-yes.b. Uh, that's my website. And uh, please send me an email, uh, ring me. We, we can have a tester session. You can um, um, see how I work. Um, and, uh, what else? I, I, I love your journey and uh, let me, uh, serve you, um, uh, in, um, developing, uh, amazing love and trust to your love journey, to yourself, to your body, mind and soul. Um, I promise I will get you at some point. You will, you will be saying to me, I love my life. I love my body, I love my family, I love my future. You will be saying that and it won't be manufactured. You will own it fully. So that's pretty much a, a summary of what many people who worked with me have told me, that they've discovered how to be with what is, how to love themselves, and, and how to get um, a, a very, very smart set of tools um in in developing those um, those qualities yeah beautiful and you know just to watch your videos and to and just to listen to you and see you know your beautiful artwork which even in just the formation of your dance uh it's so beautiful everything about you is fluidity of going with the flow but it's not just the circular flow as I said, it's kind of an abstract flow, which just shows that there's so many different layers and dimensions in life, and there is no one way of doing anything. But other than tapping into that energy and where it needs to go, so um, it, it's about setting yourself free, isn't it? Absolutely, and enjoying your eternal journey. Yeah. Because yes, once again, we are infinite beings having human experiences, and love them all, flow them all. them all, and. The good and the bad, you know, because everything is, is, is about finding your strength, your courage, your, to find your purpose, uh, and, uh, understanding that there has to be darkness for the light to shine. And, but the darkness you don't need to be afraid of. That's a place where you can go for peace and quiet. So it's making friends with, with everything in life, even the demons that were with you, um, by making them a friend you depower the demonization of it and you have a better understanding of the loving nature of it. Um, so everything in life is a, is a reason, isn't it? Everything is a lesson. Absolutely, absolutely. Everything is love. We're yes. just wearing different costumes, yes. you know. You're wearing different characters. You're wearing different um, uh, feelings and sensations about life, your friends, etc. But deep uh, down the content is made of love. The content is made of love. And you always have this um, uh, uh, right to make choice. You have a choice 
to say yes to yes, to say yes to no, to say yes to maybe. Mm-hmm. Aware it all. Right. Be aware of it all. <laughs> yes, and listen from the inside out. Your gut never lies to you. And the universe doesn't know hate. That is a human condition. So thank you so much, Barbara, for being with us here today. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. And uh, I hope to see you one day, sweetheart. Yes, well, really I was look in the UK back in March, and I will be back again. And next time we have to meet up for sure. That is definitely oh. Right. Let me, yeah. Let me know when you next time. Yes. Love yes. to, love to, love to melt in your. <laughs> okay. I look forward to the flow of our conversation on our bodies when we meet. So, <laughs> well, thank you so much, Barbara, for being here with us, and to everyone else. Remember, even embracing the spirit within you isn't a cutty cut system that is out there. You've got to discover your own energy and which way it wants to take you. Let your body. Just ride with it. There is no perfect way to express it. It's your perfect way of expression that you need to embrace. So love and um, and love is all within you. And don't forget to open up and embrace it. Until next time, folks. Bye for now.